Welcome to Agile Self-Development, the podcast that gives you a roadmap for personal growth and self-improvement for your body, mind, and spirit. Hi, I'm Helene Coppell, and I'll show you how to become your best self one version at a time. In my Agile journey into podcasting, I started networking with other podcasters. And several weeks ago, I had the privilege of being interviewed on the Boundless podcast by my guest today, Otis Wilson Jr. His incredible podcast, Boundless, focuses on remaining unstoppable regardless of the challenges we encounter. He also addresses financial wellness, which is one of the biggest challenges that we deal with. Otis has his bachelor's degree in broadcast journalism, an MBA in business management, and a career which includes being a radio announcer, broadcast journalist, and music producer. Just over 20 years ago, he transitioned to join one of the largest assistive technology companies that creates products for the blind and vision impaired, and he now teaches newly blind individuals how to use computers. And if that wasn't enough... He's also started a financial services business helping people with debt management, income protection, and retirement. And by the way, speaking of boundless, Otis has been blind since birth. Otis, welcome to the Agile Self-Development Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. The name of your podcast is Boundless. How do you define what it means to be boundless? Boundless to me is to continue moving forward regardless of the circumstances. In other words, to keep pushing regardless of what obstacles or what journeys you may have taken and have failed at. Uh, It's to me being in a situation of continuing to find ways to overcome obstacles. That is what boundless means to me. So what inspired you to start your podcast around this subject? My own situations and circumstances. Over my life, I've encountered numerous circumstances and uh, situations that have held me back. Mm -hmm. Things that have kept me in places of my life where I didn't feel like moving forward, but I needed to move forward. And I felt like I had a story to tell. But I know that there are others who have a story to tell, but at the same time needed to learn how to tell that story. And having been in radio for quite some time and having a passion for radio, I thought, well, a podcast would be a great way to deliver good information on how to continue life regardless of the circumstances that a person may encounter. There are so many people who are hurt from marriages, from illnesses, mm-hmm. from trauma, and they just don't know where to go. They don't know where to turn. So they fall into elements of failure. And when I created this podcast, I say, you know, if somebody can listen to Boundless and discover others who are in that same position, but at the same time hear from professionals who can teach them and give them concepts and methodologies of how to continue on, it would be a great idea. Absolutely. When I was a guest on your podcast, we discussed that we had both started around the same time. So why now? Because now is the time. Now I do have the time. Mm. I consider myself to be a busy person, uh, working 40 hours a week, family man, 
having outside business. Now has just become, I think, a perfect time in my life to where I can focus on doing something like this. Not to mention, I think that this is a perfect time because people are in a position where we have seen so many new things happen, uh, so many different circumstances and challenges evolve to where now is a better time than any to provide information. Absolutely. And I think probably people are seeking it more than ever. There's been so much trauma, I think, just from the pandemic. We're going to see a lot of PTSD. That's my prediction. So I think your timing is perfect. Yes, I would agree with that. So here on the Agile Self-Development Podcast, we emphasize that, let's say Rome wasn't built in a day. We take an incremental approach to our own growth and development and our projects. So would you mind sharing how you went about your process of getting into the podcast and making those choices, what it would be about and getting to the point where you launched? I centered it around people that I know and circumstances and events that I am familiar with. In other words, you can't teach somebody something that you have no idea about. So in doing that, I said, if I could use people that I am knowledgeable of, circumstances that I am knowledgeable of, and gather that information, that's a great start. That's a great method of creativity. Mm -hmm. So it starts from the ground up by using, uh, I guess you could say, situations that I was familiar with. That was the foundation of the podcast. Yeah, that's a great point. And I also am working the same way. You know, there's networking. We start networking now in the podcast world and meet other podcasters. We can interview each other. But I also have my own little tribe of like-minded individuals. And my interviewees have been friends or people I know or people who know people who know people, right? So that's a starting point. And then we can expand from there. Right. Most definitely. Can you share about one of your favorite interviews you've had on Boundless? Yes, I can. As a matter of fact, the introduction to the podcast is my favorite because I interviewed uh, a gentleman who's like a brother to me. When I started working at uh, Freedom Scientific, it's now Vespero, located in St. Petersburg, Florida. Hey, St. Petersburg. <laughs> <laughs> I miss St. Petersburg. Anyways, when I started working there, I met this gentleman. I was there for maybe a year. Then he came on board and he was making a transition. He had been blind for quite some time, but he was still making that transition. And he was a true example of being boundless because as a person who at one time had sight, he had to start all over again. In other words, he had to learn how to live as a blind person. Mm -hmm. uh, as a 12-year-old kid, and then you have to make these adjustments. To me, that was a great way to start this podcast. And I, I felt like if I can introduce my audience to someone like him, who's not only a friend, but like a brother, but at the same time, boundless, this is a great way to go with it. It's a different journey than the one you had because you were born blind. So you didn't have anything to compare. But I imagine the transition from having sight to not having sight could be 
a major challenge. Yes. Not could be, has got to be. Yes. A major challenge mm-hmm. yes. to change. How do you help people adjust? You know, I, I know you work on the technology end for them. How does that usually come along? It's a challenge because you're working with people who are so used to using the mouse, for example. I will stay with that as the perfect example. They are so used to pointing and clicking, pointing and clicking. And now they can't see to point and click. Everything has to be done using the keyboard. Mm-hmm. And that is so hard for many of them to do. And rather than look at the screen, they now have to listen to synthetic speech, tell them what the screen says. So when you put those two things together, it's like, oh my gosh, what's really going on? What is really happening here? And it's a type of, it can be amazing, um, to many of them, it can also be frustrating, uh, devastating. But again, to see them overcome it and, and do it, mm-hmm. that's a rewarding feeling to me. I can tell you that because they are becoming successful at what they're doing. And again, that puts them in a position of going back to work or going back to school or whatever the case might be. Oh, gosh, it must bring so much joy and relief. Yes, it is. It is. It really is. Yes. You also discuss finance topics on your show. How'd you get involved in that world? I really, I guess in a sense, have had my own financial struggles. Uh, I think that's something that we all have had at some point in time. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to put myself in a position to learn more about financial services. So I... um, Got involved in independent financial services and uh, with insurance first, then investments. And that's been over 15 years ago I did that. So that also is rewarding simply because it's based on the premise of helping people, not just selling to people, but at the same time helping people. And I find that to be something that people need. There are so many people who are in debt so many people who don't understand insurance, Mm -hmm. so many people who are not prepared for retirement until where it's not so much as a thing of people having to have it, but they need to have it. Yeah, absolutely. And very often we wait until we're at an age where we're thinking about retirement to say, am I set up for retirement? Correct. So true. And so many people are miseducated about it. In other words, most people think that you have to be rich to invest. That's not true. Some people think that you have to be uh, in a situation of only getting a 401k on the job. That's not true. There are other entities and other methods of investing. So There are so many people who are not aware of that. What do you think the most common challenges people deal with now regarding their finances? The biggest challenge I would say is probably not being prepared overall. In other words, having some things done, but not all things done. Mm. To me, finances 
or like a house. You know, you have to build from the ground up. You can't have a roof and no floor. Right. <laughs> it just doesn't work like that. And that that's, again, where Agile comes in, right? Because you're not going to all of a sudden decide, I'm, I want to be financially set tomorrow and it's going to happen. I imagine that there's usually a path. That is correct. There has to be a path. And there has to be the idea of wanting to do it, not someone pressing you in to do it. You have to make that decision. In other words, you have to be the one to say, I am ready to put a plan in place. Once you put that plan in place, then you follow that plan to the T. Does it vary by age? No. By no means. And that's another misconception that people have. But it starts early. I mean, the earlier you start, the better it's going to be. Right. I would say that I would guess that there's probably, you know, a bigger issue with the youngest, younger generation. Let's see. I don't even know what the new one's called after millennials. But chances are, my guess is, is that though that generation is not thinking about retirement, right? And I, I also understand that there's, I, I've seen from my daughter and other younger people, they're actually very adverse to debt. Like they're scared to invest in higher education or beyond the bachelor's because they don't want to be in debt. And they're so worried about debt that they're not investing in themselves? Does that make sense? There's got to be a balance. Yes, it does. You are correct. There has to be a balance. And that, that goes back to the education aspect. In other words, being educated on how debt works. One of the biggest things that happens or that has happened is that when it comes to our education system overall, in school, in other words, in elementary school and high school, we're not taught the basic financial principles about money itself. Mm -hmm. There is no class that talks about money. So when we don't have an idea as to how money works, this is what freaks us out when we become, when we become young adults. So when we don't have that education, somebody somewhere has to provide us with that education if we want to get that education. Right. I think I had told you, I believe, when we spoke that it was only a few years ago. I'm 51 years old. It was only a few years ago that I began working with a budget. I never budgeted. I had an idea of what was in my account, and that's how I lived. And I'm finding, if I speak to the younger generation, that they're not, and I'm when I talk about, let's say, people in their 20s, some, of course, I'm sure across the span, I don't want to generalize that they either one doesn't budget, but I'm finding right, yeah. like we have some hard times committing to stick with our budget. And I have on the other end, my parents who almost refuse to live on a budget and it's causing financial hardship in their, you know, golden years because they're not earning the same income they did in their prime of the of my dad's career but yet toning back the cost of living you know living within their means becomes 
a challenge? Mm -hmm. Well, I can tell you this. What's unfortunate about us with our money is we wait until bad things happen. Like many other things, we wait until bad things happen. Then we want to make the adjustments. Uh, you know, you take, for example, and it's sad to say it, but life insurance. We don't want to deal with it until we lose a loved one. Then we say, oh, my God, I've got to make a change. I've got to do better. When it comes to getting out of debt, some of us wait until we lose our first car or house or we get $20,000 in credit card debt. Then we want to do something about it. It's important to get that education firsthand. And when we can get that education, then we follow through with it, put together a plan. And if more people can get that education early, they will find themselves in a better position to do good things over a long span period of time. Yeah, it's never too early. Right. What kind of topics around this do you bring to the podcast to Boundless? What I am doing now is, for example, in my last podcast, we talked about life insurance overall. In other words, term life versus whole life. We discussed that. We talked about why insurance is important. That was on our previous episode. Uh, in other episodes, we've talked about investing. In other words, what does it take to get started? In future episodes, we'll be talking about what is a mutual fund? What is an IRA? So there are going to be an array of topics coming to the table that will help to enlighten the mind. In other words, not just to put the topics out there, but to also provide a definition of these topics so that someone can say, oh, wow, I never knew that. You just blew me away with, uh, do you have term term or whole? I was like, oh, whatever the whatever the company gives me. Right, exactly. Somebody can say somebody can say to you all day long, well, wait, but you have to provide an explanation. That again goes back to the whole education factor, and that's what I want to be different about what I'm doing here in my financial wellness segment of the Boundless Podcast. Let's go back. To the other topic, being boundless, being unstoppable, what keeps you going? Several things. Number one, my family. Uh, I have a wonderful family. Uh, number two, I think just blessings that I have. In other words, uh, being blind since birth, I have skills and abilities to do things that I think that if I could not do, I don't know where I would be, to be honest with you. In other words, being able to travel independently. If I want to get up and go, I can get up and go. Uh, I enjoy things like reading and football and stuff like that. But I, I know that it's it's just the whole premise of living life itself uh, that keeps me going. Just to be able to think about those things that I have have, that I do have and that I will have. Those are the things that keep me excited and that just allow me to accept life for what it is. What do you believe is the most common limiting belief that prevents people from being boundless? Their self-thinking or their abilities of thinking. In other words, people have more self-doubt. Mm. You know, I am a big fan of uh, Les Brown, 
and he talks about how you must believe in yourself. It's all about your self-thinking. If you believe in yourself, you can accomplish anything. And I do believe that when you visualize yourself doing great things, you will do great things. If you can talk about doing great things, you will achieve great things. If you center yourself around great people, you will find yourself accomplishing great things with great people. So those are the things that I believe contribute to that cause. You know, as you say that, I'm looking at my wall. I have a big stenciled quote. She believed she could, so she did. Yes. And I think that's a great point is is having that belief in ourself as a driver. Absolutely. I'm a cancer survivor and people would ask me, how'd you get through it? I said, you do what you got to do. I think there's something to believing it's necessary, right? Laying down, curling up in the fetal position, crying in the corner for the rest of my life is not an option. I have to to get better. I have to feel better. So I do what I need to do. I do what I got to do to move forward. And I feel like that's what I hear in others as well who move forward is they don't see an option other than moving forward. Well, doing this podcast and the professional guests that I've had on the podcast and that I will continue to have going forward will help me bring home the point that no one will feel sorry for you. I know that as a kid, my mom and dad and family did not feel sorry for me. I was outside riding bicycles and doing what the other kids were doing. In other words, I was given that opportunity to be a kid. As I grew up, I was blessed to do things and have a life that a sighted young adult would have. In other words, I've been able to live the life that an individual with sight would have. No one in my family has treated me as a person with a vision impairment. And as I work with the people that I work with now who are making that adjustment, I say the same thing. It's all about you moving forward. You've been placed in this position, but it's not the end of the world. You can make the adjustments and overcome this circumstance to be a better person. It's not over. It's an adjustment, but it's not over. Right. Yeah. I mean, that expression comes from somewhere, right? That what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. I personally do believe that it's the adversity we go through makes us stronger, grows us, develops us, gives us skills to deal with new things that come our way. So true. So true. Where can people go to listen to your podcast, Otis? Well, you can visit my website at www.olwjboundless.com. Again, the website address is www.olwjboundless.com. That's again, O is in Otis. There you will also find all of my contact information. And we'll have that in the show notes as well. And if somebody wants your help with financial services, they can find you through the website as well? That is correct, yes. You ready to play speed round? I am ready. Bring it on. 
Awesome. What's your favorite day of the week? Why? Saturday. Sleep late. All right. Scale of one to 10, how hot do you like your shower? 10 being the hottest. Seven. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or talk to animals? <laughs> Let me speak to animals. <laughs> That's a good one. Where would you most like to travel when the world opens up? <laughs> I'll take Italy. I love Italy. Mm. Speaking of Italy, what's your favorite carb to eat? Hmm. My favorite carb. You know, that's, that's a tough one. Because they're all so good. Yeah, they're all <laughs> very good. That, that's a tough one. I have a hard time picking on that one. I have a toss-up between French fries and movie popcorn. Yeah, you know, that, that's a tough one because I eat so many of them. Um, I would have to go with the fries, though, but I, I have a lot of carbs that I eat, and that's probably a bad thing. But, uh, you know, I'm a big meat and potato person, so. You know, when I went to Italy, I made sure, like, in different cities, I tried different things that I almost never eat, like pasta in Rome and uh, Sicilian pizza in Sicily and gelato in every city you can name. Yes, yes. Italy is such a beautiful country. It's oh very gosh. nice there. You very nice. Picked a wonderful one. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Otis. This was fun. Thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. What an incredible guy. Go to agileselfdevelopment.com for the show notes and other information and your free guide to creating your personal vision statement. Join the conversation. We're on Instagram at Agile Self-Development. And we are also in Facebook. Find the page for Agile Self-Development. Thank you for joining me. Visit AgileSelfDevelopment.com and subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you'd leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It makes a big difference in how the podcasts are ranked. Thank you again for joining me, Helene Coppell. For this episode of Agile Self-Development, become your best self one version at a time. Catch you soon.